Now, today we're going to uh, minister again along the lines of no more limits. If you weren't able to be with us last week, make sure that you download the CD. The main principle that we looked at last week was this obedience equals humility and humility equals exaltation. Now, the scripture that you utilize with that is humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. So without being humble and without being obedient, then we will not be exalted. But thank God, I believe that every one of us desire to be exalted. And so if there's any areas of our lives where we just need to come under the Lord's direction and come under submission to him, why don't we just do it, amen? So that we can be candidates and positioned for exaltation. Father, we thank you for your word today. We pray the eyes of our hearts would be flooded with light. Lord God, I pray that you would think through my mind, speak through my lips. Help me to be a blessing to these your people. I pray, sir, that you would help me to exhort, to comfort, and to edify the people of God in this place today. And at the end of this service, we'll all look at one another and say, man, it was so good to be in the house of the Lord. Turn your Bibles to John 17 this morning. John 17. Now, limits, limitations, and boundaries are structures of the enemy. And uh, why are they there? Well, basically, they are there to keep you out of your destiny or out of the place that God would have you to be. You know, lots of times when things get real difficult, people have this sort of idea. Oh, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Lord, get me out of this mess. You ever been there? You know, there's been days where I've been there. So, man, that's not the way to live. That's not the way to live. We ought to be able to live our life to the full. Amen. Finish all that God has asked us to do, requiring us to do, and then get out of here. Amen. Now notice in John 17, verse 14, he says, I have, been, I, have been, I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now I want you to pay particular attention to this. We are not of the world, even as he is not of this world. We're living in this world, but you and I, we're not of this world. And I want you to notice, he says, I have given them thy word. So his word then is what sanctifies us or is what separates us from this world and from this world system. His word has sanctifying power. His word has stabilizing power. His word stands between us and doom and annihilation. His word is what says to us, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And I'd like to say, our faith in a faithful God. Aren't you glad you've got the word? I'm so glad I've got the word to put in my heart and to speak out of my mouth. 
So he says, I have, been, I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them. Why? Because they are not of the word, amen, but because they are of the world. But you and I are not of the world. So since then we are not of the world, we should then do our very best not to be worldly. Well, what do you mean not be worldly? Well, are you talking about dress like the world? Well, yeah, it includes that, but we don't want to get into dress and we don't want to get into makeup and we don't want to get into all that. I will say this, what my spiritual father said, we need to make sure we cover the subject. (laughs) And you all know what the subject is. Cover the subject. But when we're talking about not being worldly, we're talking about not living and adopting the world's standards. In other words, we don't think like the world. We do not think recession. We don't think uh, depression. We don't think lack. We don't think flu. We think what God's Word says. He says, I have given you my word. You're not of this world. And so therefore you can overcome all that is in the world system. We don't have to be worldly. We don't have to think like them. We don't have to talk like them. We don't have to act like them. You and I, we're separate from the world. The word sanctifies us from this world system. Now that doesn't mean that we don't go into all the world. We're instructed to go into all the world. But we'll not be effective witnesses and effective ambassadors in this world if we're living like them. Amen. I mean, if we're smoking the same thing they're smoking. If we're token on the same thing they're token on. If we're snorting the same things they're snorting. Amen. If we're dressing the same way they're dressing, we're not going to be real good, solid witnesses. Amen. Now, notice with me in the next verse. I can tell that went over real big. Look at verse 15. Now, notice this. He said, I pray that thou shouldest take them. Should, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Now, back in verse 14, where he says, I'm not of this world, we're not of this world. In the message translation, it says, my followers are no more defined by the world than I am defined by the world. We're not defined by the world. The word defined there means we are not marked by this world's boundaries. If you're taking notes again. Defined means marked by its boundaries. How many of you have ever heard the old song, Don't Fence Me In? You ever heard that song, Don't Fence Me In? Well, what Jesus is saying is when you get in my word and you come into the kingdom of God, though the enemy will try to fence you in, he cannot hold you back or hold you down by his boundaries. And so there comes in my life and there comes in your life 
a recognition of those boundaries. And then there comes a refusal to be put in that box or put in that boundary or put in that limit that the enemy would have us in. Say it with me real strong. No more limits. limits. See, when the world says we can't, what do we say? We say we can. Hallelujah. See, in the natural realm, it's not real good for the world. It's the worst times for the world. And if we buy into what's going on in the world, and we don't stay current in the Word, and stay current in fellowship with the God of this Word, and keep our spirit man built up, we can be dragged down to the level of the world's attitudes and the world's concept of what's going on in this world. And before too long, we'll look at each other and we'll say, what in the world are we going to do? Well, that question should never be asked because we're not of this world. You may look at your wife or look at your husband or your friend and say, okay, what does the word say about this? What in the word are we going to do? Hallelujah. Say it with me. What in the Word am I going to do? You see, if you live your life according to the Word and according to the kingdom of God, in reality, it can be the best times for us in the midst of the worst times for the world. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just think about that for a moment. Say it with me. Best times. My best days days are not around the corner. corner. Our best days days are here right now. now. These are my best days. days. Somebody says, how can you say that? Watch. These are my best days. (laughs) These are your best days. Is that you? Glory to God. Glory to God. So then, what am I saying today? No more limits. Don't accept the world's limits. Whatever boundaries the world has, you and I don't have to have the same restrictions and the same confinements. The limitations of this world should not hold you back. When the world says it's impossible, what do we say? We say all things are possible to him that believeth. Hallelujah. Every time the world says no way, no way, no way, what do we say? Yes Yes way. God's way. Yahweh. Woo, glory to God. Try that on for size. Yes way. God's way. Yahweh. I'm going Yahweh. I'm going God's way. I'm going the Word's way. I'm going victory way. I'm living on the happy side of life. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Is that you? That's me. We're all living on the happy side of life. Oh, hallelujah. Get that concerned look off your face. Just laugh. Go ahead. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Amen. Notice with me in verse 15. Let's look at it again. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, 
but that you should keep them from the evil. And literally the word evil there means keep them from corruption. Verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now, in verse 14, he said it once. In verse 16, he said it twice. So he wants us to get it. Amen. Wants us to get it. Yeah. You, ever, you ever wondered about that scripture over in, I think it's 1 Peter 2, 9, your chosen generation, yeah. a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, yeah. a peculiar people. You know, when I first saw that, and said, I'm not peculiar. But then I looked up what the word peculiar meant. You know what the word peculiar means? The peculiar means you're a purchased possession. Glory to God. Peculiar. Amen. I'm purchased. You're not normal. <laughs> you are not normal. Amen. You, when the world looks at you, they say, man, that person is not normal. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that person? It's not what's wrong with us, it's what's right with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, God, when He took you out of the darkness and brought you over into the kingdom of light, He took you out of the realm of normal into the realm of extraordinary. Hallelujah. Raul, you're extraordinary. Hallelujah. I knew when I first saw you, you were just not normal. Hallelujah. Child of God. Purchased possession. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Brother Lua, you're not normal. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So begin to see yourself as his purchased possession. Now notice verse 17. He said, now sanctify them or separate them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. I said it earlier. The word has sanctifying power. The word, the word has stabilizing power. But this world is on shaky ground. Literally. I want you to notice some scriptures over in Hebrews chapter 12. And I want to notice this in the uh, NLT version. A New Living Translation of Hebrews, the 12th chapter and verse 25, right on verse through 28. It says, when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. Praise the Lord. But now he makes another promise. He said, once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. Thank you, Lord. Now notice in verse 27, he says, this means that all of creation will be shaken. All of creation shall be removed so that only unshakable things will remain. So it says the world's going to be shaken, but that which cannot be shaken will not be shaken. So the kingdom of this world is going to be shaken. Verse 28. Let's look at this. So we are receiving, or we could say it this way. So we have received a kingdom. Come on, somebody. A kingdom that is unshakable. So let's be thankful. And please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. Thank God. You and I are part of this unshakable kingdom right now. 
Thank you, Lord. In Romans 5, he says, when we've received the gift of righteousness, we will begin to reign as kings in life by one Jesus Christ. Delivered from a shakable kingdom. Brought in, transferred into the unshakable kingdom of God. And listen, friends, when you live your life for him, he's got you. He will cover you with protection. When you get under the shadow of El Shaddai, when you live your life unto him, and you say of the Lord that he's your refuge, that he's your fortress, that he's your God, when you let him know through your actions and through your words that you trust him with all of your heart, there's not any evil that's going to befall you. There's not any plague that is going to overcome you. There's not any weapon that's going to be formed against you that will prosper. In 1 John it says this, that the wicked one touches us not. Hallelujah. Say it with me. The wicked one, the evil one, from whom I've been delivered from, cannot touch me. So, number one, unshakable and untouchable. Glory to God. You heard of that old show called The Untouchables? Well, that's who you and I are. We can't be touched by the evil one because we've been sanctified through the truth of God's holy word. Hallelujah. So, what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that we are not mere men. We are not normal. We are born of God. We are sons of God. We're kings and priests unto our God. We are world overcomers and we are world changers. Look at your neighbor and say, God's called you to live an extraordinary life. Now point at yourself and say, God's called me to live an extraordinary life. Life without limits. That which has held you back shall hold you back no longer. For now your health shall spring forth speedily. Now that which has hindered you shall be no more a deal. For I, said the Lord, am your Jehovah Rapha, and I'm healing you right now. Let's raise our hands. Glory to God. Ha, basote. No more limited shall you be by weakness. But all oh, the strength of him does now flow in your being. It flows now from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And that which the enemy has told you you would never do and years you would never see, those now are lies and things of the past. For my hand is upon you for good. And your strength shall rise up speedily, says the Lord, even as your health rises and springs forth speedily. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, ha, ha, basata. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. It shall be. It shall be. It shall be even as it was told you. Everything that the Spirit of God has placed in your heart, it'll come to pass. So continue to trust me. Continue to rest in me. 
and know that my hand is upon you for good. Ha <laughs> ha. That which the enemy has meant for evil, I'm the God of the turnaround. I'm the God who turns things around even for you right now. So lay hold of what's being said and what's been spoken by the Spirit. Lay hold of it, says the Lord, by your faith and say, that's mine. I take it. I receive it right now. Say it with me. That's mine. I believe it. I take it. And I receive it right now. Ha. Thank you, Lord. The barriers are being broken. The limitations are now being removed. Ha ha. Strength is being restored. Strength is being renewed. And now you shall come into a new day. A new day with new strength and new vision. And there shall be abundant provision. Hallelujah. I take that. How about you? Abundant provision. Abundant provision. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It shall all come to pass. No longer hindered. No longer. No longer can that person hurt you. No longer can those words hurt you. Yea, saith the Lord. I am arranging divine appointments for you, and I'm arranging divine appointments for your loved ones. So rest in me, give it to me, and you'll see all shall be well. And as it comes to pass, you'll rise up and you'll tell of how the Lord has been working and how good he's been to you and how the provision has come, how the loved ones have come in and how that person that has hurt thee is now a thing of the past. Rejoice and be glad. That's what the Lord says. Rejoice and be glad. It's yours now. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God begins to move like this, this oftentimes is for specific people but if you'll get in with your faith and say yeah i take that that's mine you know i want everything the lord is saying when the spirit of the lord begins to move in a service and someone operates in a word of knowledge about neck pain and back pain and knee pain you just say yeah that's mine i take it and i take it well somebody says yeah you don't have pain yeah there ain't going to be none either hallelujah glory to god say it with me my health is springing forth speedily. My loved ones are coming from afar. Coming out of the pit. Hallelujah. Whew, man, we ought to get happy in the house. That's good news. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm, no, you're not hindered by your natural family. If you believe you're not. You're not hindered by where you grew up if you believe you're not. Now you're in a new family. You got a new father. And your father is rich, rich, rich. He's rich in mercy. He's rich in grace. Yeah. You can break. Hallelujah through what's been in your family for generations no more generational curses for you for you've been redeemed from the curse of the law Woo! glory to god 
You're coming up, aren't you? Say it with me. I'm coming up. I'm coming out. Stronger and stronger shall I be. For the Word has sanctified me. Strengthening me. And keeping me free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's called you to live an extraordinary life. Extraordinary. Beyond the norm. Beyond the limits of your family tree. Beyond the limits of where you grew up. Woo! Glory. We're going beyond. We're going to break through. Thank you, Lord. Right on through. Hallelujah. So then, what should we do? We should think big then. We should dream big. Plan big. Be ready to stand big. And be ready to sow big. You and I have been created as his masterpiece for some great things. Yeah, but pastor, I, I, just, I just don't see how. I, I don't see how. Stop looking at life according to the, what you see with your natural eyes. And start living by what I see. And what I provided for thee. Start living by the eyes of your spirit. And yea, see what my word says. And the Holy Spirit will illuminate and revelate truth to you. And you'll begin to see things you've never seen before. But open your heart. Do not have a closed mind or a closed heart. But yea, open your heart and say, Lord, I'm trusting you to help me to see. Help me to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so then, change, 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 changes, changes. I have to change on the inside before anything can change on the outside. You've got to believe it down here. You've got to see it down here. We must know it down here. And when we do, our heart then begins to be enlarged, or we could say it this way, our heart then begins to open up to greater things that God has in store. Say it with me, God's desiring to bring everyone in this auditorium, desiring to bring us up. Well, what do you mean bring us up? I'm talking about bringing us up into wide open spacious, place, spacious places in Him. I, I don't like tight places, do you? I, 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 I'm not, you know, when people sometimes come up and talk to me, not talking about anybody here, so don't be offended, but you know, they get right up in your grill and talk to you. Sometimes you want to pop a mint in their mouth, you know? But, but, they, but you know, they just... How you doing? And there's about this much space. I feel like saying, hey, it's a big world. You know, just, 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 just back up a little bit here, buddy. I'll, I'll talk to you, but get out of my grill if you would. I, I don't like tight spaces, do you? I, I don't like getting on a jet and being like this. Tight just ain't right. Talking about worldly, tight ain't right 
for a lot of people in the clothes they wear. You know, when you think about the, the, this terminology, well, that person's a tightwad. That's not a compliment. <laughs> well, he, he's so tight, his shoes are squeaking. That's not a compliment to be a tightwad. No, God wants to bring us out. He wants to bring us up. Wide, open, spacious, wealthy place. Abundance of peace. Abundance of joy. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, I am open in my heart to you this morning. Say it with me. My God's a big God. He's the most high God. And there's no limit to your love and your ability and your power. See, what we need, and I'm including myself in this, we all need. Now, first let me ask this. Has anyone here in this auditorium arrived yet? Anybody arrived? I'm not talking about arriving to church. But I mean in life, you've arrived. No? None of us have. But one thing for sure, we can be on our way. But as we're on our way, we need, all of us need, we need some spiritual expansion. Where our hearts are just wide open. Expand us, O Lord. Smith Wigglesworth said this. He said, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I'm on the outside. Whoo, glory. He had a revelation. I mean, for a man of God to say, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside, he had to have a revelation of the greater one. I said, he had to have a revelation... Of the greater one. Hallelujah. Look at 1 John chapter 4 verse 4. Let's bring that up there. 1 John 4 4. He's a great God. He's the greater one. Wants to do great things in our lives. Read that last phrase with me. Greater. 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 Is he that is in you. Greater is this God who is in you that brought you out of the world's system and into the kingdom of God's system. He's greater than anything in this world. He's greater than any demonic force arrayed against you. Greater. Greater. What does God want to do in your life? Greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that's where? That is in the world system. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let me close with this. And I've got to about maybe a tenth of my notes, but that's all right. The Holy Spirit's having his way. Back in October 14th of 1947, at Edwards Air Force Base in California, a young pilot by the name of Chuck Yeager accomplished something that had never been done before. 
he broke the sound barrier. I don't know if you saw the movie, The Right Stuff, but that was based on his amazing feat. Many had attempted, you know, to, to break the sound barrier with the jets, and they had failed. Either fear of the unknown or afraid that the plane couldn't handle it. There was a scene in the movie when Chuck was up there, and it was at 93, 96, 97, 98. The jet is just uncontrollably shaking. 99. And then Mach 1. The needle on the gauge broke. (laughs) And he loses radio contact. But then... In a moment of time, he hits a smooth sky. Right before he broke through the sound barrier, it looked like all hell was breaking loose. And right before you break the barriers and break through the limits, it may feel like, it may look like everything in the natural and everything in hell is against you. But Jaeger held steady and his breakthrough came. And on the other side of those limits, on the other side of those boundaries, was a sweet, calm, and glorious victory. And you know what happened as a result of one man breaking through a limit? Others said, that's been conquered, and I can do it too. Well, over 2,000 years ago, the Lord Jesus Christ hung on that cross. He was buried. He went into the pit of hell for you and I. But early on Sunday morning, he broke through the barriers of the damned. And he arose victorious over death, hell, and the grave. And he said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He said, I've got the keys. And then he handed those breakthrough keys, those breakthrough the limitations, those breakthrough the boundary keys to you. Because he broke through, you and I have broken through. Because he broke through, you and I can experience breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough for the rest of our life. Because the ultimate breakthrough has already taken place. Your breakthrough is bought and paid. Your no more limits is bought and paid. Woo! Glory to God. I can remember in Minneapolis growing up and I'd hear those big kaboom. Brenda grew up in Pawnee and when she was in Tulsa, when they were out there flying around breaking the sound barrier, you could hear a big kaboom. It was like a sonic boom. What it said is someone else has broken the sound barrier. And I believe at Heart of the Bay we're going to hear some kabooms in the realm of the Spirit. Because people are blasting out of darkness, blasting out of sickness and disease. Hallelujah. No more limits for you. No more limits for me. Stand up, everybody. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. We lift our voice to you. If we could just have a little bit of music, that would be awesome.